Welcome! This is Lindsay Lawless, founder of Boss Woman Community, as well as accountant, money coach, and business mentor. You are listening to Boss Woman Radio, where women leaders vulnerably share their stories of hardship, take time to celebrate their wins, and create space for other women to heal and grow. Get ready to own your confidence and step into your power to increase your impact and change the world. Hey, boss women. Thanks for tuning in. I am here with Corey from Revamp Retreats. Say hey, Corey. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks so much for having me. And hi, boss women community. Absolutely. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, So I know that you are the founder of Revamp Retreats. So how about you tell us a little bit about Revamp Retreats and then tell us a bit about yourself as well. So Revamp Retreats is an international yoga and wellness company. We run events and retreats all over the world. And our mission is to really inspire people um, and just help them tap back into like what really makes them happy. Like, why are we here? What are we doing? I don't know if we take enough time to think about those things. So it's a chance to get away from our everyday lives and go on to these retreats in foreign countries and to really dive into culture and community and just ask ourselves these really important questions. So that's what revamp is. And myself, I am a world traveler. I am always just looking to push boundaries and to ask questions and to find play and purpose and probably like everyone else in the community you have. (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely and uh there's a couple of key words that really stuck out to me with what you just shared one of those being play I think that that's Mm -hmm. something that like in the world that we live in things are so you know fast-paced and so busy and we're constantly thinking about like what's next and how do we achieve and accomplish these goals that we've set for ourselves especially a lot of women you know in this community in particular we're always kind of pushing ourselves to kind of drive to the next level and sometimes we forget about play sometimes play like goes on the back burner and it's been weeks months you know, sadly enough, even years when women look back and they're like, when is the last time that I was even like (laughs) playful in life or with myself? It's so true. We kind of live in a society where they don't find, they didn't tell us the importance of that. And now I think, especially as women, we're relearning how important it is to play. And I've been learning, and I think a lot of other people can relate how important it is to do business from the feminine so there's you know the feminine way of doing business and the very masculine and the masculine way of doing business can be very numbers driven and black and white and instead coming from the feminine perspective of finding a little more flow and a little more play and it can look a little messy um but just being with all of it with the emotions and how does things feel i like to ask that question a lot like how does it feel instead of what needs to be done. Absolutely. And I think that that's, you know, everything that you said is extremely powerful because when you start to, you know, step more and more into your feminine and start to lead your business from that place, things start to happen out of intuition. Things start to Mm -hmm. just happen naturally and organically and opportunities (laughs) blossom. And, you know, we as people start to blossom. And I think that that is something that's so profound because when you're constantly thinking about like the strategy and the numbers and like, making everything work and allocating time and increasing efficiency, it really does start to take away from like the humanity of the experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. It's, it's interesting finding the balance of both sides. Um, 
finding the balance of like the numbers and the finances and the little detail oriented tasks and then also bringing a lot of intuition to it. I I think I run a lot of my company through intuition and to really going inwards and seeing what feels good and seeing what direction I should go in. And that has really led my company to some pretty amazing places. Yeah, absolutely. I know that, um, you know, there's been so much that I've seen, you know, transforming in your life, just like as a bit of a disclosure to everyone listening. <laughs> um, Corey and I are involved in a program together and a coaching program. And I've seen so much growth and transformation, like not only on the individual side for you, but also um, on in terms of your business, like that's transformed, it's grown, it's really, really taken off in this last year or so. And it's just been so amazing to really like watch you grow in that process. Thank you. It's been so fun to connect on that level. And then also, you know, kind of like tying into that, I know that you, you know, you started yourself as a yoga practitioner, and then now you're in the position where you're hosting these retreats. So I'd love to hear about some of the, you know, kind of obstacles that you faced as you kind of repositioned yourself, rebranded yourself and your business. And again, kind of went from that practitioner to actually being the person hosting this and connecting with other practitioners to help you lead these. Yeah, definitely. It was a, it was an amazing journey. So before being a yoga practitioner, I actually graduated college with a business degree and you know, got that really great nine to five job Mm -hmm. doing marketing and events at a company that I wasn't that passionate about. But it was because of that job and every little thing in between that I am where I am now. So Mm -hmm. thankful for that job. But I went into work one day and I asked myself, like, what's what is the point of this to like, come into work to try to make more money to try to get a promotion. There was this depth and this passion missing. So it was then that I ended up quitting that job. That same week, I asked myself the question. I quit my job and I went to Spain for a month and got my yoga certification and ended up on this retreat afterwards that really changed my life. So I moved straight to LA to start teaching yoga and health coaching and pretty much just diving into anything in this spiritual world to find more depth and purpose of why I was here. And so a lot went into that, like I was doing all that and cocktail serving and doing any other job to pay my bills. So I really did like everything I could to make it work. And I think a lot of us, like we have these points in our lives where we just have to say yes to everything to get to where we want to be. Um, so it was a, it was a fun, busy, interesting time. And, you know, six years later, I launched revamp and I'm now running this company full time and working with different yoga instructors and healers and coaches. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a huge transition, and it's let's see, it's been interesting. I mean, I think I went to trying to figure things out, figuring out like what direction it was, like not having much clarity, doing anything I could to try to learn, gain the knowledge, make ends meet, pay bills. Mm-hmm. And then transitioned into like really finding my path and my purpose. And it all kind of led back into retreats. And now it's transitioned into building a company and creating a team and handling all the aspects of a business. I mean, you know, about all the little things that play into that. So it's been a lot of learning and growing and stepping into things. Like, I think, I think the biggest transition for me was like stepping past the fear. There was so much fear from like, being a yoga teacher to starting a retreat company, there was a lot of things that said like, you can't do this. You don't know how to do this. Like, how will you pay your bills? 
you can't let go of cocktail serving. That makes all your money. So I had to let go of all that fear and all that self-doubt and really like follow my passion and follow my intuition. And that took a lot. I think that was like one of the biggest leaps I made. And then when you get past that, like it's crazy how much opportunity and how many doors open up. And then the fear keeps showing up in different ways. And now I've learned to manage it better and learned that I I actually like pushing the fears and pushing the boundaries now. And yeah, I think that that's so powerful, um, both in terms of, you know, what you shared around your fear and then also, you know, the fact that while you were in that transition period, like you were willing to do what you had to do. I mean, so often I think that when people like kind of take that leap and like quit their nine to five and start becoming a full-time entrepreneur, <laughs> they feel like they, like the trajectory has to continue <laughs> on this upward slope. Like they can't take yeah. any other turns outside of that. They can't like get a part-time job. They're not like willing to make you these compromises. And if, and when they get pushed to that point where they feel like they have to financially, then it's like, they feel like a total failure and they spend all of this time kind of avoiding that and making the situation so much worse rather than realizing like, this is something that's going to fund my dreams. This is yeah. something that is an in-between. Like this is you know, I hate to consider it a means to an end because I think that you should, I'm actually reading the power of now right now. I'm not sure if you've read that book, Of course, um, but it's an amazing book. And in terms of just like being in the now, you know, I think that having it, considering it in your mind as a means to an end can be like kind of a dangerous place, a slippery slope, but at the same time, understanding that like, it's a vehicle that's going to get you where you need to go. It's something that's actually supporting your business. It's not something that's standing in the way of it in yeah. terms of, getting, you know, getting the comfortability that you need, taking the stress off of your mind so that you can be fully present as you build your business, be fully present with the clients that you're serving rather than feeling like you're constantly scrambling. Um, and I think that that's something that's really powerful that you communicated that, you know, you were willing to do what you had to do. Of course you had your own struggles <laughs> in that experience as well. Meaning that whenever that time, you know, had come to pass and that had kind of like reached its expiration date, you had that resistance around stepping fully into the next season. But I think that that's completely, you know, normal. And I think that a lot of us women face that, but Mm -hmm. just being willing to accept that and being willing to understand, like, that's what you need right now to be able to fully show up for yourself. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people that find success in their passion and find success in what they do, it doesn't always just land in your lap. Like you have to grind. Mm-hmm. You have to do some jobs that you don't want to do. You have to like become a cocktail server after four years at a great college and your dad thinks you're crazy. You got to do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah. And a lot of that got me to where I am. So I think having that ability to be like, you know what, I'm going to do whatever I have to do because my dream of what my future looks like is so big that I will do anything to get there. I love that. And I love, you know, what, for one, your clarity around that. And then also just like that idea that like, you have to stop playing small if you're ready to dream big. And Mm -hmm. if you really want big things to happen in your life and you have these big, you know, sometimes scary (laughs) goals, then you really have to be ready to take massive imperfect action on that. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So I'm curious, I know that, um, you know, you run a full team now, um, and you're hosting these retreats. So in terms of kind of balancing all of that, running a team, hosting retreats and maintaining your personal relationships, how do you do that? Thank God for coaching. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. I'm one of those crazy people that like, I will like, I will teeter granted, you know, it's been some time since I've been in this position, but like, I will teeter on like nothing in my bank account and be like, Oh, I can't go to that event. I can't do that. I can't do this. But, like, I'll go pay my coach $1,500. <laughs> <laughs> so 
huge fan of coaching. I think that's what helped with a lot of this, this balance, but it, that's such yeah. a good question. Like how do we balance being an entrepreneur, having a personal life? Um, for me, traveling the world, it's, it's a lot to balance. And I think for the first year and a half of running my company, I had no idea what balance meant to me. Balance was like working for 15 hours and then getting some good sleep. <laughs> yeah. And I think the first thing that had to happen was I had to have this, this really deep look inside of like, why, what is the point? Again, it goes back to this question of what is the point and like, why am I doing this? And I asked myself these questions and the point of running this retreat company was to really inspire people to find happiness and to find balance and to like live this really amazing life where they can have a great job and great relationships and everything else they want. And then I noticed when I looked at that, that I wasn't doing the same. I now dedicated all of my time to crazy work hours and trying to build, trying to grow, trying to make more money. And when I went into that, like into my core to see what was tied to that, I realized a lot of it was to impress my parents and mm, yeah, mm-hmm. I looked at like some childhood wounds of like, why am I working so hard? Like, what is yeah, this? like fear of disappointment? Yeah, fear of failure. And the second I saw that, and then again took another shift of why I'm doing what I'm doing, my life changed again. So like, I launched my company for a year and a half, and then I had to shift everything I was doing again. And the second I shift and found more balance in my life. And a lot of it was boundaries, like creating really mm-hmm. strong boundaries over what times I work, putting my phone on airplane mode, having social time, like not working on the weekends. The second I created really strict boundaries around my business and around my life, that's when my business took off to the next level. So it's amazing to see that we can cut down on the time we work and we can have stronger boundaries with who we're working with and with what we're doing. And that can create more flow and more abundance. And like, it just helps all of these things come way more easily into your life. Sure. I I mean, absolutely. I think that that's, that's something that like, it's funny, because people hear the word boundaries. And like, (laughs) there's so much resistance that comes up to that. They're like, that sounds like restrictive and not fun. But it really is like the key, like once you put those boundaries in place, like you start to free yourself. And I know that sounds so counterintuitive for those of you listening to this, who haven't yet implemented those strong boundaries. But like, take our word for it just try it out oh, just try one or two little boundaries I and was, like see what it does for you I was like the queen of getting of like resisting mm-hmm. that the coaching that I received around boundaries and around structure and around having balance in my life I could not have it for so long <laughs> I was like no that's not what I need I need to work more I need to do more it's not gonna help and yeah when I finally let it in and saw what life is like with boundaries and with that space and with that balance, like everything feels so good. And now I never want to go back. I was going to say, there's like no going (laughs) back. Like once you've started, you're like, what other boundaries can I create? Yeah. Now I love like boundaries are like the best thing in the world for me. Now I learned to love them. There's actually a book called boundaries that I read. (laughs) So whenever you said that, you know what thought of what I thought of anyone listening wants to take this, like go for it. You can give us creds if you want, (laughs) but like boundaries are my best friend. That sounds like a super cute, catchy title (laughs) for something like a book or like a online (laughs) seminar or something. (laughs) We'll create t-shirts for now. <laughs> I'm so down for that. <laughs> um, 
So I, I know that like this summer in particular, um, you're taking a really, really big focus on, you know, really prioritizing yourself because you've, you know, built this incredible business. You've built a successful and sustainable team. Um, and you've, you know, because of these boundaries and because of that, um, those elements, you've really started to be able to create more freedom and time for yourself as a byproduct. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about, you know, what your plans are this summer and some things that you're doing for yourself just to kind of really tie in that whole work-life balance and really show that you're not just talking about <laughs> it. You're actually like fully implementing that into your life. Uh, this is like my favorite question ever because I'm so <laughs> excited about this right now. Yes. <laughs> as you know, on our coaching call, like I ordered a desktop calendar like this big Mm -hmm. calendar that's just my personal life and I'm like so excited to write things down and fill it out like back in school you know Um, (laughs) I do you're gonna use like all your like different colored markers and like make it super cute totally I'm already gonna get stickers (laughs) (laughs) um I love that yeah this summer I've decided to like really dedicate everything to self-care because that's what I'm teaching so if I'm Mm -hmm something and not living it then again like it's it's just not aligned so I've decided to dedicate my entire summer to just self-care and self-love and almost like rediscovering who I am again and a lot of it's like through my passion of health and wellness so just really finding routine I find routine so important so finding a really great um, workout routine and I have like an accountability partner for working out and for food and we're doing food journaling on like a shared notepad I highly recommend accountability partners, like a good friend. It's so fun to like help motivate each other. Um, Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. And then I'm having really great hours around, around work and having really fun time to create with my team, but also just having defined times for that. So I can also feel a lot of my own free time and space. Um, I'm back in LA for the summer, which is nice because I mostly spend the entire year traveling around the world. So just grounding and rooting and down into one place feels so good. And I'm doing a Tantra. I'm so excited to be doing a Tantra training yes. next month. Oh, I can't wait. I'll have a lot to share with you once I do that. We'll do another podcast on Tantra for all the women out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get excited for that. Yeah, I think, I mean, another thing and the reason why it's so important to invest in our own learning and our own growth. So whether it's... absolutely whether it's coaching or courses or retreats or whatever it is that interests you. Like, I, I don't think we could invest enough. Like we do it a little bit here and there, but like mm-hmm. the more I invest in myself, like I find so much growth. So taking courses is always really fun for me. I think that's a really good point too, because it's like, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, how do you expect other people to be willing to invest in you and your company? Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. I, but the biggest thing that comes up to me when you said that is like financial triggers. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. get really triggered financially and they feel a lack of abundance, like investing a lot of money into themselves. But I think we forget the return that it brings us and maybe not always a financial return, but a return in our happiness, in our balance, in our relationships. Um, I've never invested in myself and didn't find a bigger return. Absolutely. And I think too, like what you're describing is like, those things are invaluable. We spend like our entire lives, like seeking happiness and fulfillment. And then, you know, those are kind of like the things that are the most important to us, but yet our actions don't always align with that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's very, it's very true. Like aligning our actions with these things that we want is like the first step. Um, And then I'm also, so 
I have a really great partner and a really great relationship. And this summer I asked to kind of take space from that and dedicate this summer to myself, which was a really big thing to ask for and a really hard thing. Yeah, It was a lot of like ups and downs and tension going through these really hard conversations. But I, I realized like, having a partner is amazing but like also when can you step away from everything from partners from work from everything to really focus on yourself and like who you want to be how you Mm -hmm. want to show up and when you have that time like you can go back into things and show up in a different way and in a better way so that's been a really huge thing for me as well and it's been difficult and so amazing at the same time so yeah it's yeah a beautiful summer and i'm going to burning man i'm going to burning man for the first time <laughs> that is awesome are you excited i'm so excited and i am such a clean freak so i'm a little nervous about being covered in dust all the time <laughs> <laughs> but i'm super excited and i'm going with a camp that has tons of like yoga and meditation and mindfulness and i'm helping out with that side so oh, it love that. feels good to go into something unknown since it's my first time, but finding an anchor of something that I relate to. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you and I have actually talked about this before, but um, my husband and I actually met at Electric Forest. Oh my gosh. Part of that, but it's like the, it's like a, like a Midwest equivalent. <laughs> I hate to say equivalent. People that like, people that have been to Burning Man that are listening to this are like very offended that I just said that. <laughs> Um, but it is like, it's, it's in its own right. So rather than it being like in a desert, it takes place in a forest cool. in Sherwood forest. And it's like, it's like an adult playground, very, very similar to Burning Man where oh they're God. spending like the entire year, like creating all these like art installations and really like pouring their heart and souls into this. Wow. Um, I love that. So, so we're actually, we didn't go last year because we had just purchased our home and we were like, okay, <laughs> let's be responsible. Let's like pay our mortgage and like get our finances squared away after like putting this like big deposit and paying for all these closing costs. So we were responsible last year, but I've actually been like five years in a row. And I think he's been four years in a row with the exception of last year. Um, so we're going again this year. It's actually in just a couple weeks. So that's exciting. (laughs) Have you ever been to Burning Man? I haven't, but it's absolutely on my list. And I have the same like issue that you do. So like, (laughs) even when I go to the forest, because I have like allergies and stuff, like by like day two or three, I'm like wearing a bandana over my face the whole time (laughs) just to like breathe. All right. So like praying for you, I will like definitely recommend like bring, um, like bandanas or like some kind of like necktie or like something cute that you can kind of like, yeah, put over your face for sure. After I go to Burning Man for all those women out there who like want to go to these festivals and are also scared of getting dirty and not being prepared. I Mm -hmm. literally want to create like a guide for women like me. So I'm going to go and experience it and then like tell people like, cause I already love doing since I travel so much, like packing tips Mm -hmm. and like how to make it super comfortable. And I want to bring that over to like Burning Man and festivals, like how to really prepare and like all the little things you need to pack. I love that. And I also, um, I'll have to connect you with um, one of my friends who is actually, they have a uh, recently started a company called Hugs Universe. And essentially they are creating products geared towards like the adventuring and geared towards like the festival community. And it's like, it's essentially like kind of like the concept of what you're talking about. It's like they take their experiences and the struggles that they've faced <laughs> and like their like nightmare stories <laughs> or like bad things that have happened to them. And then they create like an amazing product that solves that problem. I love that. I went to um, Envision Yoga Festival, which is just like a little yoga festival in Costa Rica mm-hmm. and you camp and there's porta potties and you know, it's pretty normal. But it was my, like, first festival, like, camping and all that. Mm-hmm. And I – the first day I got there, I, like, used the porta potty and came back into my tent. 
and just started crying. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a lot. And I've learned a lot since then. I'm like, just little things like having like wet wipes and hand sanitizer mm-hmm. for everything. Absolutely. Um, and like lots of jugs of water. I have absolutely <laughs> washed my hair with water bottles before. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going on any days without washing my hair. It's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll have that uh, blog post out soon on how to go to Burning Man if you're a neat freak and a clean freak. <laughs> so yeah, keep an eye out for that, guys. <laughs> Check out Corey for like all the scoop on that. Um, so, you know, kind of like to that point, I know that you mentioned um, Costa Rica and a few other places, which I know is a, a destination that's very near and dear to your heart. Um, so, you know, why is traveling so important to you and what, you know, influence and impact do you think that that's had in your life? Yeah, of course. I mean, traveling's really changed my entire life. Um, It's so important. I just find that we can live in such a bubble, like here in the States, and, Mm -hmm. you know, this bubble of our work and our society and our culture. And when we get out of that and go into, like, other people's worlds and the way that other people do things and live life and what their happiness looks like, there's so much to learn from that. My first really big trip that I took was right after college. This was a little bit against my parents' wishes because they were a little worried. (laughs) But (laughs) I went to rural China for one year and taught English. And I went to this town where they never met foreigners. Like we were the first Americans they've ever met. And it was this tiny little town in the countryside. And I lived there for a year and got to know the culture and the people. And it opened up my eyes to like an entirely different world. And that experience rippled into the rest of my life. And that's still how travel affects me. And I think my favorite travels are going into cultures that are super different. And they just live a different way of life. And it's there's so much to learn from them. Um, sometimes we look at these cultures and we're like, oh, they don't have much. And, you know, we look at our own lives and we have so much more and things seem so much easier But I go into Mm -hmm. these other cultures where they don't have much and sometimes they're so happy and so present and life is so simple and Mm -hmm. just being there and kind of soaking that in. Um, So I've learned so much from places that I've traveled to and people that I've met. It's, it's opened up my eyes to a completely different world. And I love sharing that with other people. I think that's also part of the reason to create this company is to really show people what it's like in different parts of the world and, to just learn so much from them. And one thing that our company does is we give back to every location that we travel to. So, Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's really amazing. If we go to like Costa Rica, there's like some schools we work with. We're going to Peru later this year and working um, with kids who don't have families. We work with animal foundations. And the whole point of that was we go to these places that are so amazing. They literally change our lives. Like, they just energetically fill us up and transform us and we get to learn so much from them and we get to heal and try their food and they're so welcoming. And so this is a way to like return that karma back into to them and their land and their people. So we team up with local nonprofits and organizations just to give back in some way. Yeah, no, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, that's really, really incredible. And I think that, you know, especially for a lot of the women listening that are tuning in that are part of the Boss Women community, you know, that's a huge staple of 
a lot of the work that we do too is, um, you know, giving back and the activism piece and really like getting out there and rolling up your sleeves and like doing the work to make the change that you want to see in the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think, and just giving back brings us so much happiness. Like I think just looking at our mm-hmm. own lives and looking at how we give back and it doesn't always have to be with a foundation or a nonprofit. It could just be with the direct people in our lives, but like, how do we give back and contribute? It's, a question that we should ask ourselves individually and then ask our companies and it just creates a big ripple. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, in my own experience too, kind of like, you know, to echo your point, uh, my husband and I went to Thailand for our honeymoon and life was just so simple. People <laughs> were so kind, yeah, so incredibly kind. And like you mentioned, like, everyone's just so happy. They're happy to be there. They're happy to mm-hmm. see you. They're happy to be of service. Yeah. And it was just, it was so beautiful to see just, like, the the ease of it all. You know what I mean? It felt so, just so easy. And there was so much flow and grace and just peace and tranquility mm-hmm. throughout the experience. And it really was, like, so beautiful to witness. Um, to be completely honest with you, totally transparent. Um, <laughs> it was a little rocky, like, getting back into, like, the city and going back <laughs> to New York and, like, reintegrating yeah. myself to, like, the hustle, quote, unquote. Yeah. Um, because it's just so different mm-hmm. over there. And I think that that's something, you know, to your point, it's something that's so profound and it's something that's so vital to experience so that we can really get outside of our bubble and really have different dimensional different dimensions different perspectives different ideas to really add to like our own human experience yeah rather than just kind of trying to live this like narrow pathway and thinking (laughs) that like this is all that there is yeah definitely I love Thailand Thailand's magical they call Thailand the land of a thousand smiles because everyone's just always smiling and like so genuinely (laughs) happy there um, but it's so true. It is. It's nice. It's very hard for me to come back to LA and to get back into city life. Like I get definitely get culture shock still. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I ask myself and I wonder like, why do we live in these crazy societies when there's other parts of the world that are just so beautiful and so calm and so peaceful? So I'm trying to create balance about like where I spend my time. Sure. I love. And actually, yeah. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I love the book by. Tim Ferriss for our work week. Mm-hmm. Have you read that one? I have. I will. I to be totally transparent, I cliff notes that. One. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm like, I love you, Tim Ferriss, but your books are really long. I so. skimmed it. That's a great <laughs> book that like really inspires people, like how to go create lives abroad that are so amazing, mm-hmm. and like how to set that up. So, yeah. My husband listened to the audio book, and like, <laughs> it was like in like a week and a half it was insane like (laughs) how how but then again like he drives a lot for work and he's like Mm -hmm. you know going from job to job um he they do um like high-end residential like contracting in the electric field so whenever there's like you know new york city traffic (laughs) just getting getting his hours in i love that um, making use of that in between time but yeah um so whenever we were over there, he was actually like, he would like make reference to like resources and like companies that they had like mentioned <laughs> in the book. <laughs> so good. So good. But yeah, highly recommend anyone listening that hasn't checked that out. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I know that you were mentioning, um, you know, the more that you kind of reacclimate yourself to the city, the more that you, it kind of reaffirms your desire and your passion to travel even more. So what's your most desired travel destination on your list right now? I don't have any new places popping up that I really want to go to. I think I just travel so much that that doesn't happen as often now. But I do Mm -hmm. have two places that I love to go to that 
truly feel like home for me. And those are Costa Rica, this little town called Nosara, and then Ubud, Bali. And I spent a lot of time, I'll spend like, you know, several months every year in those places. And it's no longer like a vacation when I go there. When I go there, it feels like home. Like I get a, a place for a couple months and I have friends and community and I have yoga classes to go to. And I just like really get to feel like I'm at home. So I find a lot of enjoyment in that, like traveling and exploring and vacation is great, but it's also so nice to go somewhere abroad and stay for longer if you can and make it feel like a home and find your community. And that's been what's, that's been super special to me. Absolutely. Yeah. That sounds so, so amazing. <laughs> I'll take you with me. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Let's book it out. <laughs> so, um, you know, kind of in terms of what retreats that you guys have in coming up this year, um, tell us a little bit about that. What uh, Sexy Destinations is revamp going to be visiting in 2019? We have some good ones coming up. We have all my favorites that are still going to happen this year. So Yay. in October and November, we have retreats in Bali. So I'll be out there spending probably two or three months out there. And then in November, we also have a retreat in Nosara, Costa Rica, which is one of my favorite places in the world. And then in December, we have a retreat in Peru in the Sacred Valley, which is also like up there on my like top, top list. So the three d destinations we have for this year are literally like my three favorites. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah. I, I, Sacred Valley is actually like one of the things that are super high on my list. Oh, I really, so really want to take like two to three months and just backpack South America. Great. Come on a like, retreat with us. I am like legitimately thinking about it. I'm like, <laughs> I am my calendar. And I was planning to, um, I'm actually launching a book later in this year. And I was like planning on going to certain cities, uh, like in a process of my book tour. And I'm like, mm, can we just like maybe just throw that out the window and like <laughs> just do those things virtually and I'll just like hop on camera from South America or Costa Rica like that sounds great <laughs> I love that um so I know that you know thank you so much for this as well but I know that you want to share an incredible discount with our community for any women listening that are interested you know in reconnecting to themselves and really getting in tune and really aligning with who they are and then of course, also going on the adventure of a lifetime now that we've talked mm -hmm. about all these beautiful and amazing travel destinations. And I'm like, totally longing for a island getaway now. Like <laughs> I need to be somewhere tropical. Um, it's also raining for like 10 days in New York. Oh, so no. <laughs> definitely could use the tropics right now. Um, but yeah, for any women who are interested in adventuring and reconnecting to themselves and attending one of these amazing retreats through revamp um Corey's going to be sharing a code with us and that code is bwc and that's for 200 dollars off yeah we so would I'll be, love to have you absolutely and i'll be sure um for all you ladies listening who maybe don't have a pen or you're listening to this while you drive or whatever i will be sure to share this in the episode notes as well in the description below so you can just click and i'll make sure to provide an access to Corey's website, revampretreats.com, as well as the code for your convenience. Again, that being BWC. Amazing. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. I so much enjoyed our conversation. Me too. And thank you again. And is there anything, before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to share or anything that you'd like to, um, that maybe you didn't get a chance to discuss? No, I'm all good. I just hope all of the women listening to this really plan some 
self-care and self-love this summer and hopefully you plan a little getaway as well so just totally like rooting for that balanced life and that that feel good mode absolutely (laughs) and I very much appreciate that and I completely (laughs) agree support everything that Corey's saying like get out spend some time for yourself like don't just like work yourself to the bone this summer like it's it's about the balance you have to enjoy everything that you're working for and really enjoy the fruits of your labor too yeah it's like feeling like a a kid again when it's summer vacation this is the first summer (laughs) that I remember that feeling and I'm trying to bring that back and it feels really good I love that and, you know, thank you again for coming on and sharing that energy, you know, with our audience. And I think that, you know, the women listening to this can really feel that too. Oh, thank you so much. So great connecting. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you so much again for coming on. And I'm so glad to have you today. And thank you so much for sharing everything. Ladies, make sure you take advantage of that amazing discount for $200 off so that you can, you know, really, again, get away, reconnect to yourself and have some amazing adventures and some seriously awesome places. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, well, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Hey, boss woman, it's Lindsay here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. We hope you got tons of value from it, and we can't wait to see what transformations you're able to activate in your life and business. Come hang out with us on Instagram and tag us for an opportunity to brag about your progress and celebrate your wins with our community. If you enjoyed this episode and Boss Woman Radio, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review. Seriously, this helps us so much to reach more women, activate their purpose, and increase our impact.